When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. Chris Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce. And Joyce, it's the last day of Emmy voting. We're recording this on Monday. So now we can say it's not going to go up, though, until after close. So we can just say whatever we want. No impact whatsoever. Nothing. Whatever we say here will not matter. Yeah, there's uh, about, uh, I guess, 12 hours left in voting. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever we say, we will not impact voting. Uh, but we've talked. We're not going to do our final predictions. Some people I've seen, Joyce, uh, some pundits have put up their final picks, which is crazy because voting is still going on. Oh, tough, tough, tough look. That's a tough beat. We're not going to do that. We're going to do our final picks next week. So this week, we're still talking about the same shows we've been talking about for four months. This time in the limited series categories, Joyce, our the favorite. best slash worst genre this year. <laughs> the best. Uh, just what a time. Uh, I would say a couple of things I've noticed in the last couple, in the last week or so, or last time since we've talked about this, A, uh, I always try to like figure out what is getting pushed, like by the, the media class and, and the, the, uh, the consultants, let's say, I feel like we're getting a big renewed push for Pam and Tommy. I've seen a lot of Lily James, a lot of Sebastian Stan. Stuff. I feel like that's been pretty consistent since the show premiered though. They're really, really, like, they never died off. Remember they like he i mean it was like partially for fresh too because he presented with a daisy ever jones at bafta yes fashion stand yeah so he's been everywhere <laughs> they've not stopped they're still yeah. everywhere that was one thing i've noticed and the other thing and this is just because of me i feel like or my own interests uh matthew good getting a lot of really great support even though has not translated a lick in our our uh, our predictions um do we want to just do supporting actor right now <laughs> <laughs> so supporting actor remains completely unhinged. And yet somehow Matthew Good is like buried in the odds. I have him winning. I still have him winning. Where what where is he? Let's see. According to our odds, he's uh hold on. I have the wrong I have the wrong tab open as usual. Uh what are you gonna do? I'll just count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tenth in the odds. Okay. So at a seven. I mean, we've discussed this multiple times already. And yes, uh, the the people love the show and love it is the people's fave. And the honestly, author. if you watch the show, it is very hard to be like, I'm not going to vote for him because he's great on the show. He is. Yeah, it, it, you just have to watch the show. Fave. And I think people I, here's my here's my thinking, and this is why I remain bullish on him specifically. I think people did watch the show. I think a lot of people watch this show. It seemed like it was pretty popular, like you said, for the regular folks. And I think even if you're a television Academy member who is like a little more highfalutin than what the offer has to offer, uh, you might be told from your friends who are not in the industry, you know what show I've been watching? The Offer. You know, it's a good show, The Offer. It feels like it had a lot of that kind of interest. So yeah, like the other thing was obviously it got uh, terrible to mixed reviews, right? The show. Yeah. And, uh, but we, we, we went over the scores a couple of weeks ago, how it's like in the gutter critically, but the, the audience scores are like a, in the nineties, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think was it last week when we talked about this too, like, you know, it just, if, it, it feels like people are watching the show the wrong way, like they don't understand the tone, like you're taking it way too seriously. You know, I, it's just a fun show. You just have to go with it. It's obviously taking a lot of liberties, but once you realize what it's doing, just to go with it. It's like highly entertaining. It really is. And I just look at, again, I'm looking at these performances and supporting actors since you brought it up. You brought this, you brought up the whole, th- the category. So we're going to just do the category. I mean, you mentioned his name first. That's so. true, I did. Uh, I just don't, I don't know. A lot of these are good performances, but none of them are as like, like boing eyeball emoji as Matthew Good. I feel like. So I don't, I think he's going to- hardest. Uh, thing like his his biggest hurdle is to get in. Right, I think, I think that's if he gets in, he can actually win. 
I do think he can win. Yeah, because I just think the rest of the category is not as strong. I mean, we've talked so right now in the odds, and I have most of these people predicted. I'm sure you do as well. Murray Bartlett remains out in front for White Lotus. He's been a steamroll here for months. It feels like White Lotus premiered last summer, and he was a favorite in the winter and remains very highly, highly, highly rated here. Peter Sarsgaard for Dopesick just continues to hang around. And I guess good performance. Don't see a lot of people talking about it. This is what I think, and like we're guilty of this too, but we're we're just thinking, oh, the three shows from last year, 2021. I wouldn't even call them the big three. They're just like the three shows from last year. Because yeah. big three implies dominance and they were not dominating anything really. And no, they were the three that were left behind. Yeah, that are eligible this year. Yes. So we're just kind of thinking they're benefiting from additional exposure because they've been out longer and people watch these shows. So if they're kind of just like meh on these acting categories on an unlimited ballot, maybe they're just checking off people from shows that they've seen. Correct. Instead of like the 20 million new spring shows that they have not been able to watch yet. So that seemingly is the idea behind Peter Sarsgaard and also uh, Michael Stuhlbark, both of whom for dope sake would get in according to our odds. They're second and fifth. Uh, Naveen Andrews for the dropout, Nick Robinson for Maid, Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy, William H. Macy for the dropout. This one I still don't understand. I assume it's just because, like, I love him on the We Crashed, but uh, OT uh, Fag Benley for, for First Lady playing Barack Obama. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think I first feel like that's just kind of like the people not updating. So I feel like that's one. And then your favorite, Wyatt Russell, I feel like could also get in because I think that that's another show that has been widely apparent. I feel like it's been widely seen. I think that's another one that people were into. It's it's a, a show that if you've seen it, uh, it has its share of fans. You know, right. I don't think it's been watched a lot by people. And I think it's a tough watch for some people as well. And it's also very long. Um, every episode over an hour <laughs> finale, 90 minutes. Um, and, you know, probably the most serious subject matter uh and not a lot of levity either so no, not the most fun yeah not like the offer it's not no. a, not a uh, rip no, roaring uh, opposite ends of the spectrum here it's not a rip roaring fun time no like but both matthew good and Y russell really great on their respective shows and then after matthew good who's in 10th then you got a couple of white lotus guys steve zahn and jake lacy i would actually put both of them in that's the thing i don't understand like how this category like if it was me personally i would have like three white lotus guys in there Plus Matthew. I, Steven, I I mean we've talked about Jake before because he his character is just a dick. He's such a delicious dick though. Yeah, it feels I know. like the he, kind of he played it so well. I think people would love to hate him. I find that like really cathartic. Yeah. And I think Steve Zahn is like really, really strong. I love his uh his Gen X uh ineffective dad, as you can imagine. So I was into him as well. Um I don't know, I could just see these people getting in, but who knows? Maybe not. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I think if the offer were on another platform as well, with higher visibility, people might have True. slightly more confidence. I guess that. let me ask you this, and I don't, you can't, you probably, you can't answer this probably because you can't read the minds of our odds and our, our people predicting, but I don't understand why Stuhlbarg and Sarsgaard have gotten the dope sick bump, but like, like Jake Lacey, <laughs> but like Jake Lacey and Steve Zahn haven't for White Lotus when I think White Lotus probably is just as strong of a contender across the board in these categories as Dope Sick because White Lotus could get like three or four supporting actress nominations as well. Um, I think it's like we said, like Jake's character is an ass and unlikable, although that doesn't really matter for like yeah. men, it matters sure. more for women, sure. Um, and I think Dopesick is the more serious show about yeah. the more serious subject matter where The White Lotus is a satire that I think some people don't get and right. Flash do not like either, you know? I think, I wonder, so here's the thing when, with these, I guess, and the other thing I would wonder is especially for these these shows, and we could throw Made in too, I guess a little, though I think it more applies to like Dopesick and White Lotus is like, no one is not a lot of people have probably gone back and rewatched them. So they're like, no. then 
relying on their memories of the show. And so is your memory of Dope Sick, which is like a serious heavy drama versus your memory of White Lotus. What's the difference? Like, you know what I mean? Like the people like fondly remember White Lotus and like kind of gloss over the parts of the show that didn't work or they didn't like. And they're like, oh, that was a fun show. I enjoyed watching that. And Dope Sick, they might be like, that was a great show, but wow, I don't want to watch that again. It was so dark and heavy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have no idea. And I'm like, maybe that'll factor into this too. Um, yeah, because the other thing is um, going back to last year, I think Queen's Gambit, highly rewatchable, right? Right. And my friend who knows like nothing about awards or really is like uh, plugged into like entertainment at all. Like she didn't know like who Jean Smart was. She just loved the mom on Mayor Beast Town. I was like rude to Jean Smart. But she would text me every week when Mayor was airing about how much she loved the show and she rewatched it. This is a regular person. She's a doctor, like knows nothing about right. like Emmys or like whatever. So um, yeah, so I don't know the rewatchability factor on yeah, these older, sh- and I, I also don't think given the influx of new shows in spring, you would even have the time to go back. No, I don't, Unless I you agree did it over the winter, what, like for those awards. I agree with you. The other person I wanted to ask you about was Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy. I have him in as well. He's comfortably seated there in the sixth spot, it seems according to our odds. But does he get, like, I? here's my weird thing. I have him getting in, but neither Sebastian Stan nor Lily James. Is I have the even... opposite. I have Lily James and Sebastian Stan and not Seth Rogen. So, like, it would make sense that I should actually now, for our final predictions, maybe I will switch in Sebastian Stan and Lily James if I think Seth Rogen is going to get in. And then if the three of them get in, shouldn't the show get in? Even if the show's not very good? Um, I mean, no, not necessarily. It could be just like the three actors get in. Like, I think Seth there's might only, get in. Also, only five slots in limited series. Right. There is there's only five. Lead and supporting in, or right. seven in supporting. I feel like Seth will get in because he. The, the problem I have with this, or an issue I have with the show, is that it's from his perspective largely, and I think the character is not the person the show should have been like. He should not have been our entry point, let's say. But. Uh, he is very good on it. I don't know. I could see him getting in and I could see the two of them getting into that. Well, going back to the campaign for that show, I feel like he's largely absent. He is. But I think if you watch the show, you're like, he's great. And it's like, yeah, a but change if you're just tape. relying on, oh, like they did another Q&A, it's usually just Sebastian. It's just the two of them. But then who would get in? I guess do you have William H. Macy in for dropout. Yes. So I don't think I have him in and I'm not sure if he'd get in because it's a small part, but maybe I would put him in. I also don't have stool like, bargain. Does that like really matter? No. When and then I have Tim they, McGraw. They, they went back to him last year for shameless. <laughs> I, I have Tim McGraw in for uh, 1883. I don't have any 1883 people in or in series, even though I strongly am considering it for series. Um, I have it in for series. The other show I was wondering about too was, uh, Gaslit. Again, another show that not a lot of visibility on stars. But yeah, again, I think if that were on like HBO or HBO Max, it would be major. Like everyone would be predicting Julia Roberts right now. (laughs) Absolutely. I wonder though, that's another show I feel like they've done a good job of getting it out. It is still stars. I feel like they're doing their best. And I don't know how many people are watched, but I could see it. And then I'm like, oh, does like if that somehow surprisingly gets like, a lot of if maybe if the only people who watch there in the television academy does like Shea Wingham get in, you know, or is like something strange. Yeah, Shay and Dan Stevens. Or Dan Stevens. Really good. I, I put Julia back in last week. Let me take a look if I have Julia in. So, there. I don't know. I, I sacrificed Anne Hathaway, our beloved Anne Hathaway. No, so I have Anne in still. I don't have Julia. I also put in Lily James as well. <laughs> so I might put Lily James. I'm gonna put Lily James in right now. We're doing it live. I'm putting Lily James in. So here I have I have Amanda Seyfried, Margaret Qualley, Chastain, Julia Garner, Anne Hathaway, and Lily James. Love that group. No Julia. I think Julie Garner gets in because I think that show it, she'll get in based on the fact that people really like her. And it's, the idea of the show is fun, even if the I, show I took not. her out because um, I also had to put Tony Collette in. I don't have Tony Collette in. Maybe I should. We'll worry about this for final predictions, Joyce. Let me know. <laughs> you have another week. Today. I have another week. I did not have to post my predictions yet. We did not do that here. Um, 
I, this is another, I mean, again, a crazy deep category. I refuse to take out Anne Hathaway. I'm just going down with the ship. I, she's got to get in. She did another magazine cover this week or last week. Interview magazine, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, like, and a, a wild photo shoot as well. Wild photo shoot. Mm-hmm. She is very much going for it. And I think in a way that's like subtle because it's just like, it doesn't seem like it's like, I feel like the peg is not We Crashed. All her work. No, it's just like Anne Hathaway on a magazine cover. Correct. But then you read it and you're like, oh yeah, I remember Anne Hathaway was on We. So it feels like, it to me, it feels like campaigning, but not campaigning. Because obviously- I think, like, I think part of it is also because she was just in, in Cannes last week with Armageddon Time. So yes. it kind of overlaps with that press as well. So it's not solely about We Crash. It has a lot of that, but I also wonder if it's a strategy because like we've talked about like in our, our Oscars playback, recently when we were talking about how like people were excited about their wins and then like Anne was like denigrated for being like, excited crucified 10 years ago crucified for wanting to win an oscar and like campaigning for it and pushing for it so now i feel like when she is campaigning for award stuff she has to feel like she's not campaigning so people are not backlashing her also i think it's different because she's already an emmy winner she won for the simpsons so right she she doesn't she doesn't have to go all out to get another Emmy. This this will be her second Emmy. She doesn't, but I would say this is like a wonder. This is like one of her best performances. It is. It's great, and it's it also similar to the offer and Gaslit. It's like, are people watching this show? Again, anecdotally, the pe- real people I know, We Crash is one of the only shows that I think most people I know has watched. It was. I mean, again, I don't. None of my friends have Apple, so I so it was know. the I draw. Personally, don't of... know people who've seen the show. <laughs> It was the draw of Jared and Anne together that, like, I think people really responded to. Jared is movie stars. talent to, to certain people. Certain people online. I think in real life, yeah. he's not. I think, like, the No, online... I think, um, like, his peers do like him. And obviously, yeah. he's been working a lot, like, you know, like a 30-year career, basically. Um, nominated at SAG twice for Oscar snub roles. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's really like the internet that hates him. Yeah. So I could, again, I could see, I could see her getting in. I have him getting in. I'm like all in a week crash and I have it in for series. I'm just going in. You, you know, you. Apple, Apple put a lot of money into it. It felt like <laughs> just follow the money, Joyce. That was what they told me in all the president's men. Uh, for actor, I've got the same group but i finally i finally uh, gave up on ben foster joyce i know we talked about this last week so i have samuel jackson in i'm probably gonna end up putting sam in instead of my guy paul because i already dropped claire foy from actress but i still have paul in right now to so support him. i don't have sebastian stan and i'm trying to figure out where i would put him in and i think if i drop someone the the logical choice would be jared but i actually might drop oscar isaac for scenes from a marriage when i do yeah. this in my final picks why? Because I think Scenes for Marriage is, again, one of those shows that people have forgotten about. First of all, it came out, I think, in September uh, of yes, last year. Yes, it was year. That, the 5 a period before Succession returned. Yes. I remember we you predicted that it would, when Succession was going to return based on the premiere date for Scenes yes. for Marriage. The other thing about Scenes for Marriage is pretty bummer. Big bummer, I would say. Yes. And uh, no rewatchability. No, uh, and I think you know, good acting, great acting, lovely <laughs> acting, beautiful, ga- beautiful gowns, yeah, beautiful gowns, great gowns, <laughs> great gowns. But uh, I think if people were like, I think if you're sitting there remembering scenes from marriage, you might be like, I don't know if I, uh, so I'm gonna not drop, but you're gonna keep Jessica because she won the Oscar, yes, that's why I have her in because she won an Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Isaac, I think I don't have in because of that. Get him an Oscar, but do you think? he because i think most people are predicting him for scenes from a marriage not moon Knight. i don't think he would get him for moon Knight, no either no. I, though i would argue it's a better performance i was really taken by his movie i know because he has a, two different accents believe it's two different guys i just believe it i i it totally sold me uh I, again i don't know i i could i could see him i could see him not getting in for either um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he got the SAG now, but you could also just say, you know, it was Baron back then. That's what I was thinking. And that's why I'm like, oh, maybe he's out. Now, if Jared and Oscar don't get in, I think you'd have Samuel Jackson, Sebastian Stan, and then maybe like Sam Elliott, our good friend for 1883. All right, so you're predicting multiple 1883 actors except for Sam Elliott. 
That's right. Okay. I think the Gene Campion stuff is still going to stick with him for another few months. Gene Campion's favorite actor. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then last one we didn't even talk about here was uh, supporting actors. So I saw predictions. I saw a run prediction this week that had four White Lotus ladies. Just all of them. Natasha Rockwell. I, I have three. Uh, I guess I don't. I have I have two. I still don't have Alexander Dario. I'll tell you who I did put in. Uh, did we talk about this? Daniel De- Deadweiler and Julia Pinoche. I have both of them in. Yes, we talked about this last week. So love, love them. Um, yeah, I have three of them. I mean, Natasha could get in just because literally like all of her scenes are with Jennifer Coolidge. If you think Jennifer Coolidge is the favorite here, you know? That's that's one that's one compelling case for it. And uh she's I would argue probably like I don't know if likable like is she the most like is she the character most people would be like most empathetic toward? I don't know. I mean like which one of these are you most empathetic towards? I mean like from like the, the show cuz like everybody in the show is kind of like not great, right? Like they're all yeah. like it's like a warts and all, but she, I think her character is like the most like human. Yeah. Um you feel bad for her because of the way she's like kind of uh manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if like all three will get, I have three of them, so I don't know. I don't have I don't have her getting in either. I only have two. I don't have Alexander Daddario in, though maybe that's foolish because like she should just get in. I do have Faith Hill in though. Yeehaw. Is that what they say on 1883? Yeehaw. Sure. And then they'll say it again on 1923. Yeah. Harrison not Ford. 1932 Joyce no they went they went back in time 1923 years. and then they're saving 1932 I think for for next year maybe yeah the Taylor Sheridan universe is just going to keep expanding <laughs> um yeah I put I I told you this last week I kept going back and forth on Juliet so I still have her out and I have Lori Metcalf and I'm torn on Lori Metcalf because she's so good on it and she's got the great scenes but she still only has like two scenes. No, I mean she's it's not. More than she's, two. she's like William H Macy. Like they're not in the beginning a lot, and then they come back at the end. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I could have Juliet in if I drop like Alexandra, so I could have both of them in. I mean, that's what I did. I don't have Alexandra in. I, I love Alexandra on the show, and she is quite good on it. And she's another person who I feel like really went for it in here in the calculus. But I don't know if she's gonna get in. Also, are, is everyone just completely overestimating how much they love the White Lotus cast? I mean, that's what we don't know, right? Like, it does feel like, again, it's one of the holdovers from last year. It was really well-liked. It did pretty well in the Winter Awards. And then everybody's just like, everybody is going to get in. But I could see, what if just Jennifer Coolidge gets I mean, it didn't even do that well in the Winter Awards. I like, mean, I would argue, I honestly was thinking about this recently. Like, maybe I'm slow on the uptake here. And maybe our odds are slow too. But I was like, Jennifer Coolidge is always in. I think I always had her winning for months. But the other three act, the other two actresses, Connie Britton and Alexander Daddario, were not necessarily as sure of a thing as they were. Are no, now. it's just the way this spring unfolded. Right, like, it's just like, are we going to go back to these people? That seemingly is it. That there was not enough of a slam dunk couple of nominees here, and then everybody just kind of defaulted back to White Lotus. But maybe that's incorrect because, like you said, like are people that infatuated with it? Do they remember it that well? Do they even care? I don't know. Is Ellen Burstyn still in like the top seven? <laughs> uh, I think she is. Let me look. I'm scrolling. Hang on. She... Yeah, she's sixth. Wow. What if she does get in? I mean, you know, they she could, right? I don't they... know. I mean, she wasn't in another show, The First Lady, that people watch that. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if they did. It I mean, the other ended, I think, 10 days ago, 11 days ago. And I guess the other thing I was wondering is like, for all the White Lotus lady like support, no Sydney Sweeney for White Lotus. How come Cheap Willoughby? She's the best. She was the best part of the whole show to me. And go predict her. I'm not going to predict her because I don't think any of these people are going to get in for White Lotus. I just think Jennifer Coolidge might get in. But uh, I just, I'm like, Sydney Sweeney was absolutely the best part of the show, I thought. Her character. I mean, the was other great. people in this category. So you have, I mean, also Anika Noni Rose, who I've also considered because she has. We all know her episode submission would be four. Right. She has that monologue, that scene. Um, I've also thought about putting in Edie Falco because she got in last time for that Law and Order Menenda show that nobody watched. <laughs> Edie Falco would be good. And I just saw somebody and I was wondering, how about this one? 
Melanie Linsky a double nom for here for Candy. I mean, if they're going way in on her, sure. They really like her and she's really out there. So I watched, did you watch Candy? I watched Candy. I did not watch Candy. I watched Candy. Um, and I, I think Jessica Biel was really good in it. And I would not be surprised if she got in. Um, I don't know if I would nominate Melanie for this. But if if they just go hard on her, like I'm not gonna be shocked. She's a double nominee with this. I mean, that's how come I have uh, Julia Garner in because I think they're just gonna go hard on her. Well, at least Julia Garner is a two time winner, right? Already. But so, I mean, how many tweets does she have about her compared to Melanie? You Lindsay? know that defending Anno, even though it was a mess of a show, that it was watched, even if it was much to be mocked. <laughs> so yeah, everyone watched Inventing Anna, all of it, all long hours of it. Trish, um, wanted... So you you dropped your girl Juno for the offer, Juno Temple? I sadly did. I don't have her as a double nom. Wow. I interviewed her, so it definitely feels like a dereliction of duty to drop her out of my predictions. So but I just you. I just think that like if you're watching the offer, as much as I really like her performance, I think it's like the third or fourth or fifth performance that you're really paying attention to. You know, it's not her fault. It's just is like she's got Matthew Good doing stuff. Burn Gorman is incredible as like Charlie Bloodhorn, even Miles Teller. I think Miles is great on it. So I, I think she's like not top of mind and there are other worthy contenders. So I don't know. You're not you do, on, the, on the Ted love to translate to the off. That would be the only thing. But again, because Ted is not as strong of a candidate this year as it was last year, I actually don't think it will translate. It's because it's not on. Do you want to do look at directing for a limited? Uh, we were talking about this before, but uh, in the ballots, we didn't really go over directing and writing for a limited series or uh, um, kind of kind of chaotic for limited, um, except for the White Lotus because Mike White did everything. <laughs> yes. So scrolling through, I'm just looking at like. Are we on directing? Yeah, let's do writing? directing first. Directing. I'll tell you one who actually should get in will not get in. You will love this too. Akiva Schaefer for Chippendale. Fantastic work. I mean, a real director like best tv movie like chippendale should win it should win know. and it's a re- he's a real director really good stuff uh highly enjoyable mm-hmm. um limited directing yeah so all over the place again just just like series um i think mike white is getting in obviously <laughs> i think mike white would get in i think taylor sheridan could get in for 1883 um yeah it just it depends on i mean i wouldn't nominate the three shows first from last year made so made so made they only submitted john wells which right. is also a good call you know because they have multiple directors yes um and they did john wells i think i think this is the finale let me see so. we were talking about this before it's difficult because everything is by name not episode so you don't know well, it's also because these shows are not, I, I'm, unless you're like a huge fan of the show, you don't know the episode titles and it's not even like one of those shows where the general public knows every episode by title or a certain episode. My hot, my hot take is that for limited series, they should actually do direct, like a, a cumulative director. Like, Well, you can only, that's if you direct the whole series. I think it should just be the whole series. It should be made directing because it's like, even if there are separate directors. So you mean the whole directing team? Yeah, I do. Because I think even if it's separate directors, they're obviously all working together. Yeah, I think they should, because the daytime Emmys do that. They honor the whole directing team or the whole writing team. Because it's just silly. Right. It's only if you direct the entire series that you can submit for the whole series. So like, I mean, thinking about like this, like for the dropout, there's two contenders. It's Michael Showalter for Green Juice, I think, which is the third episode. And then uh, Francesca uh, Gregorini for Iron Sisters, which is the sixth episode, if my memory serves. Iron Sisters is absolutely the better episode, I would argue, than Green Juice. And it's, like, really good. Michael Showalter, though, should take get the recognition because he directed a lot of the series, including the first episode. the series. Yeah. And set the tone. But I mean, if you were just nominating based on the episode submissions, like Francesca would get in, I think. And that's like, that's fine. But like, I think if it was a cumulative thing, you'd obviously have Michael getting recognition too. That's how come I would think you should do both. Yeah, it would be better that way because it's like, 
you're, especially if you're honoring the whole series, but for primetime, they consider this like individual achievements, like for one episode, you know, unless you directed the whole series. And I, I guess the other problem I have too, is the way we watch limited series now. It's like, I don't know if people are actually delineating that different people are directing the episodes. No, no. Because it's like, I, I don't story. think people know that unless it's like people like us, you know, unless you right. care about this type of stuff that you know that Mike White, that the whole, everything on White Lotus. Right. You know? And it's like one story you're telling. So it does feel like it should be like, if these are long movies, these limited series, which a lot of them basically are, or would have been movies like 10 years ago, then I think you should just do direct, like a team directing nomination for these shows. But since that's not what we have, we have multiple submissions for many shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't think the drama will get in two episodes. No. Um, so then it's also a question of, do you think the dropout will get in at all? I don't think it will. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So we have a spot for Mike White, um, made cause they submitted one episode for John Wells. So dope sick. They, I think they only submitted Danny Strong too. They right? did. And I think that'll get in. Yeah, I think that's the finale they submitted. Yeah, so that so that's three already. Um, so there's six slots. Yeah, so you don't think the dropout will get in? I don't. I think you could end up with like. But I think the staircase. I was going to say the staircase. They only submitted, I think, one. This is uh, Antonio Campos, and it seems like it's the first episode, perhaps. Nine one one. It's called. Is that the first one? Uh, yeah. So I think that'll get in. That's four. Yeah, and the way that the show was directed anyway, with it's 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 very flashy. Right. Um. Yeah, I think Taylor Sheridan can do it as well. Do you uh, think so? Other ones I was thinking of, like, and this is based on name recognition slash whatever. I mean, like Under the Banner of Heaven, Dustin Lance Black, I think could get in. They submitted multiple people. They did submit multiple people. But I think if you see his name, you're going to say, I know him from winning an Oscar. So I don't know. Maybe. I mean, uh, we have Tommy Schlamy. <laughs> true. Uh, the also, other one the, was, best, the best episode of Under the Banner of Heaven is the sixth one, which is directed by Isabel Sandoval. But I don't know if like the show was strong enough to you know and also with four submissions where people are going to be like we're backing her but like this episode like we know this is like the best episode of the season you know right um i don't know do you think like the other one i was looking at was like we crashed john Reckwood, yeah. glenn Ficara. <laughs> you, I mean, you go ahead and predict it <laughs> i'm not gonna predict it but i mean they're pretty significant directors certainly uh Station Eleven, any of these like TV auteurs getting in? Um, Hero Mirai, Jeremy. I mean, like, I think Hero could. Um, Me too, based on just his name again. Yeah, or or Jeremy. Did they submit Jeremy? They did. Yeah. And Helen Shaver. Jeremy. All three are like legit mm -hmm. directors. And yeah, that feels like a show that could get in in those categories, if not like the main categories. Yeah, I, I mean, I think more so in writing because the writers are, are a little bit more discerning than the directing branch. Right. The branch can be kind of lazy too. I mean, we're really running out of shows, Joyce. I mean, that those are basically the top shows. <laughs> right. Unless, I mean, what else is there in limited series for directing? And the thing about Pam... Thing about Pam, Fallout, they've been really pushing as a movie. I mean, your your guy, Barry Levinson, for The Survivor. I could see it happening. He submitted for that, not for Dope Sick. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I could see that happening. Um, scenes from a marriage. <laughs> Conversation with friends, my fave. I, I feel like you were in and off on that really quickly. I still like it, but I just don't think anybody else does. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, Pam and Tommy submitted how many multiples? Multiple. Way too many. One, two, three, four. I mean, I think you know if that gets in, it'll probably for be for Craig and Gillespie. Same. Though um, Lake Bell, I think you can make a good case for because her episode is really good, and yeah, I think she's very and well liked. She also, yeah, she's very well liked. She has a lot of friends. Right. 
um and she's been directing for a while um the offer your fave two episodes so they did dexter fletcher who obviously directed the first two and then adam arkin who i interviewed joyce so obviously i'm in the tank for him i honestly could see him getting in it's a great episode and he does a really good job on the show and he is also another beloved industry fave who's done a lot of good work in tv as directing um moon knight two episodes i just don't believe that moon knight had a lot of response i was thinking about this this weekend where we're watching miss marvel which is a perfectly adequate show it's a fun show it's cute way too long for how cute it is should be 28 minutes not 30 not 48 yeah it should it should be a a 30 minute show i don't know why it's an hour but i was just like none of these shows since loki i have not really none of these shows have stood out to me it just feels like wow that's incredibly insulting to hawkeye it is but i'm just like none of them are standing out there's parts about every one of them that i've really liked certainly loki i mean uh certainly moon knight and hawkeye and even miss marvel i'm like totally adequate watches i'm enjoying myself but none I, of them are like, I really like hawkeye which is not going to do anything in the comedy categories um if hawkeye but, was here would you have put it in a lot of spots Used i mean be, i have florence in yeah we both have florence i mean I, I probably would have dropped her in the end anyway yeah probably. Um, but no um like i think i could get some stunt stuff like the car chase in the third episode is really good and then you know the rockefeller center battle in the finale is really good as well right um but you know like moon moon Knight is not a long division no <laughs> so just in writing do you think it'll differ very much from what we're talking about for directing in writing so mike white <laughs> mike white for I feel sure like i've said his name 17 times in the last 10 minutes and danny strong for dope sick i bet yes and then um made uh for molly smith uh, metzler right i think so the dropout could get in here um for Liz Merriweather, I think, who wrote this first Yeah, episode. for I'm in a Hurry. Yeah, which um, I think is the first episode, yes. So I can see I that think, one I getting in. Station 11 can get in here. And I think Station 11 can get in here too. I agree. So I think yeah. the dropout and Station 11 can both get in here. Yeah, um, and I think the staircase. Same. So you see, it feels like the writing run is actually a little easier. Mm-hmm. Because like, um, I, I also don't think they... Or like the show submitted as many, or maybe I'm just like not staircase just has one, station eleven just has yeah. one. So I think station eleven is the finale. And I actually think staircase, uh, let me see, seek and ye shall is not the finale. Again, like we said, uh the not the staircase having staircase is nine nine one one. So oh no, they submitted two staircase nine one one and seek and I think nine one one would get in. Yeah, that's the first episode. So I don't see it. See, can you? I think it's the penultimate. Is episode seven? Yes, it is the yeah. penultimate episode. I mean, I don't know. Nothing else here I'm seeing that I think will get in. For writing. I mean, remember right. last year, WandaVision got three nominations. <laughs> it just shows how they're not like when they find something they like, then they just like it. So and that's also why on I'm, an unlimited ballot. So that means like you could see maybe this staircase actually get two in then, right? Like if they really like it, it could. But I, I just, I don't think it, it was as big as WandaVision either. So no. it's, yeah. It's tough. I, All the, it, like, I guess we'll have a better idea after the nomination choice. We'll be able to say, sit here and say, wow, they really did like this show. It'll be so much easier. If only we knew the nominees right now, it would be so much easier to do this. It'd be um, so much easier to predict if we knew what was nominated. But this is why it's chaotic because this is the most open genre. If they even do limited series, I don't even know. <laughs> Do we do the it's, main it's limited the, series? The three from last year. I still have the staircase and the dropout. We actually didn't. That's a great, great segue. We yeah. did not do limited series. I forgot. No I have Dope Sick, White Lotus, and Made. I have We Crashed, 1883, and that's it. But if I had a sixth, which we could do in our odds, even though there are only five nominees, I would do the dropout. Um, but I'm going against the grain. I want to have I want to have 1883 and We Crashed in because I think one or two of them will get in. So I'm just leaving them both in. Yeah, because I can see, I think I told you, like I have 101 odds on the staircase, so I don't want to drop it, really. 
<laughs> I mean, I think the staircase could get in. It obviously is like a prominent show. Yeah. So then it's just like my, the last spot. Like, am I just going to default to the dropout? Or do you put Pam and Tommy in? I don't think like I would do either 1883 or Under the Manor of Heaven before Pam and Tommy. The thing I'm worried about with the dropout is I feel like I'm a little bit in my own like online Twitter bubble because I feel like everyone on I follow and was very into that show and I really enjoyed it. But I'm not convinced that like it had as much reach as even we crash. I mean, honestly, like I said, like I've heard more from like real people in air quotes uh, about we crash than I have the dropout even though it's on Apple and Hulu. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I don't know anyone, any regular person, real people who watch the dropout. So, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? Because real people aren't voting for the Emmys. But, I mean, I think that is somewhat significant. And that's why I'm not convinced that maybe it's not as strong as I would have liked or thought. And, it, and based on how they've pushed it, it doesn't seem like it's as noisy. I, th- I think it is their overall number one over Pam and Tommy, like who lose. Um, I'm like, they can legit win with Amanda. I think Amanda could definitely win, even if the show's not nominated. I think she could still win. So it would definitely help her if the show's nom- n- nominated. Um, but that category is also so wild that it, it, it just really depends on how it plays out that category like the the lineup um it could I mean it could be like you know four years ago when Regina King won for seven seconds I canceled Netflix show um so but yeah the dropout I it I think I talked about this last week it felt like as the season aired um I did I thought the season got better as it aired same I agree and it felt like like people like realize that like the people who are watching it realize that and we're pushing it that way but I don't know if that really permeated to a wider audience I I agree I remember watching the first three and being like this is totally it's just a whole lot of setup yeah like way in a too movie, much setup talk about this in a movie it would be like 15 minutes the first so minutes. much setup fine stuff episode four was incredible that's the firework one with Alan Ruck I was like wow this show is good and then episode five, and then I think episode six is Iron Sisters, which is like really good Yeah. Uh, on the dropout. So you had four and then five and six, and then the seven and eight are the finale base, or seven is the finale, right? Or is eight? No, eight, eight is finale. Eight is finale. So, and those are really good too. So it does really pick up and like, it's really interesting. And I think it leaves a positive vibe behind. But again, I wonder if people are just like, yeah, I like the dropout. The first few episodes are slow or, oh yeah, I watched the first few episodes. They were okay and just never went back to it. And I wonder if that happened with this show. I guess we'll find out. I also wonder out. if it's something like people don't care to watch something about Lowe's with Holmes. Whereas- Maybe. If you're, I mean, you might, if you're like a regular person or, you know, whatever, like you gravitate more towards Pam and Tommy just because you remember that. And that was, you know, like such a huge thing in pop culture back then. I, I do wonder if that's true. I also wonder if like, I do kind of wonder, if, especially with like the dropout, it's funny, like both the dropout and we crashed, I think take this very nuanced approach to their story where they're not sitting there condemning Elizabeth Holmes or Adam Newman, right? Like they're like, oh, they did these things. Some, most, a lot of this stuff is not very good. It's just understatement, but like, they're not, they're not like to be celebrated but we're also going to show you and contextualize the world that they were inhabiting and why they made these choices. Right. And like, if you're looking for a show, that's going to be like, fuck Elizabeth Holmes, this is not that show. And I wonder if people are like mad or I, I guess it's possible that if you watch the show, you might be like thrown off by the fact that it's not like, you know, Salem witch trials on Elizabeth Holmes, basically. Yeah. And if you're an old, like, uh, you know, misogynistic uh person maybe you're not gonna like it I don't know yeah and I also wonder like obviously that was a huge scandal less than a decade ago you know but and I think certain people or like a a section of people followed it in depth but I also know you know there are a lot of people who just never followed it at all like you just don't care about the story and it's just like oh another like Silicon Valley scam right you know I mean We'll see. I, again, I can see doing really well or getting not in. I don't know. I, a lot of this is I don't know. My favorite commenter is going to be like, what an idiot. All he says is I don't know. Don't, you, don't, don't listen to us. This is 
no idea what we're talking about. Just listen to our final picks next week. Those are going to be like, we're going to be locked in really tight. It's going to be great. Going to get perfect scores. Yes, we're we're going to kill it in for, <laughs> especially in limited series. <laughs> oh, good. We definitely most, know what's going the on The most there. predictable genre, of course. Definitely know what's going on there. Tracy, any, so voting is now over when you're watching this. We're recording this. It's still going on, but no one knows that we're, we're talking about right now. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What what did you think of the past 10 days of campaigning? I mean, like I said, I, the things I noticed were like a lot of uh, Pam and Tommy, a lot of uh, yellow jackets going hard. Uh, a lot of We Crash still and Anne. I don't know. I think there's certain people have been really pushing, but I don't know what that means that much. Abbott Elementary was another one, actually, I think that really got out there. Uh, Quinta Brunson's yeah, been like Quinta very- tweeted the weekend or no it was yesterday because she's like tomorrow is the last day of voting please consider us yeah. um and ray seahorn also tweeted yesterday she's going for it she misspelled your tough beat i don't think Siri. that's gonna get her snubbed but it's not gonna help no because people don't know how to spell on the internet you know i mean people I, misuse apostrophes all the time and it kills me <laughs> so what do you think uh i guess what is a show or something that you were like oh, i wish this would have would have had more more legitimate juice um in any genre yeah. i mean it doesn't just have to be limited um i don't know if if like a a show in general but like specific parts of like certain shows like i think julia roberts is really great and hathaway is really great like i want them to be nominated i don't know if they will be um you know i think loki is deserving i don't know yeah. i think it's it's top 10 in drama but i feel like it might just miss out and like like every above the line category basically it's tough because i think so like loki's better than wandavision i think straight up mm-hmm. and i think it's not going to get anywhere near the amount of praise that it should it's in 21st in our odds in drama i really think it could get in though or it should get in if i was doing it i'd probably put it in um and then like i don't know i i think like tom should be considered i i just feel like he should yeah no uh, the, the cast is great um so good. grant i still have him in drama guest actor there you go <laughs> I wish I could uh, find room for uh, Sophie De Mar- uh, DiMartino. Uh, yeah, in supporting. She, yeah, um, she's great. She's so mm-hmm. good, I thought. I loved her as Sylvie. Great part, yeah. great performance. And especially, I did not really, I was not super familiar with her work and uh, just loved it. Yeah, and but it, she, I mean, it's just like, you know, our other faves that we've talked about, like Minx and after party do you still have after party in i do have after party and i still have jake in but i know those are not happening probably so i'm just going down with the ship i also have sadie sink in who i love for stranger things my favorite show are you ready for well i keep yelling, emailing netflix to send hours. Me the, i keep emailing netflix to send me the screeners and i have not heard back yet so you're just gonna have to watch it with regular people watch it with the folks like i do most of my other things you block out four hours no I find time to do it. It's so long. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have her in. I still have her in uh, as well. I don't know. Yeah, like, do Brown. you have any other uh, any other shows or people we have not talked about? Because we literally talk about the same ones every time. We talk about the same ones every time. Uh, I would stump for Euphoria. There was a time when Scott Feinberg had all three Euphoria actresses in supporting. I remember. I don't forget. He had Maude Apatow, Hunter Schaefer, <laughs> and Sydney Sweeney in. Uh, and now that he doesn't have them in a hunter shaver, I think is great on euphoria. She's so good. I just don't know if she had enough. Time she should have been season. nominated last season. That's the thing. I think she, she should have been nominated season. last season. This season, she was not in it as much. Mon Apatow, I would nominate for this season. She's great. I love, I love her on the show. Um, how about like, you know, people love evil. Yeah. But nothing. I don't think it's going to make it. Another Paramount plus show. Um, I think I think it's more in the realm of the good fight where they're like the older shows on the network. And I think if now Paramount Plus, formerly known as CBS All Access, is finally gonna break through in a major way, it will be because of 1883 or even the offer. 
let me ask you a, let me give you a galaxy brain anecdote from personal experience uh my daughter's gotten into paw patrol which is now on paramount Plus. well paw patrol marshall's my favorite she's talked and she literally goes let's it's on paramount plus now she's four let's not she knows paramount plus so paramount plus is her favorite streaming service now it's her favorite streaming service and i know for a fact that like kids really like that my daughter is probably too young for it, but sonic the hedgehog really enjoyable big hit movie sonic 2 both those things are on paramount. Schwartz, our guy love mentors when you open up the paramount app the top thing is almost invariably evil it's just they're just blank well season out. three just premiered so my question is do you think if you're a television academy voter who is actually using paramount plus because your kids love those things which are specific to the app are you just like inundated with enough evil that you're just like man maybe i should check out this evil show and it works and they get surprise nominations maybe but i also feel like that's just been maybe just in june because season three premiered on june 12 like what was the top show in may on right but i'm just saying right now is the perfect time for evil season three to have premiered because it's voting is happening or was happening so maybe they're just like yeah but then you they also have to watch it too like do they have yeah but maybe they're just like ah that seems like i'm gonna vote for it or i'll watch one episode and i liked it that evil show's good well also here's the other thing that we've talked about before we like to imagine that voters just vote by themselves in a bubble you know like taking a test in yeah, a classroom that's right? not how but they do they don't they're texting they their friends. What should I vote for? Their friends, their family, their kids. What do you think? Who should I vote for? Yeah. What did you watch? Tell me who to vote for. It's Tell unlimited. I for. could vote for 53 people here. Oh man, I got to keep writing names down. Tell me who to vote for. Yeah. So at like how many, how many people do that? Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Most of them. Uh, I don't know. That, that's all I got to for, for a limited series. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to do our final predictions next week, which I cannot wait for. All the categories. There's so many categories. Um, yeah. I mean, there's ones that we haven't even discussed yet, like reality, which we can spend like two seconds on. Because Reality and animated. You know I love my animated stuff, Joyce. Go, are you going for Arcane? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll Google what that is first. and then uh, Arcane with Ella Purnell and Haley Seinfeld. It's on Netflix. Amazon, right? Netflix. Theme song by Imagine Dragons. Oh, I love that. I'll have to check it out. We're going to come back and we're later this week. We're going to do our Oscars playback uh, 1994 Schindler's List. You excited about that? Um, Yeah, I haven't watched the ceremony yet. I haven't either. So that'll be fun. But I'll tell you what, I watched The Firm. We'll talk about this. I know uh, you told me. Great experience. Definitely fell asleep watching it the first night and had to come back to it the second night. But still a great time. Is that a good thing? Uh, it is because I was just tired. Um, but this is a great choice. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby.